0: consequence podcast network a lot of people live in denial because they think that to be realistic is to be depressing i'm dr mike host of going there it was the first song where i wrote about how i felt like my depression was killing me and i didn't want it Going There breaks the stigma of mental health issues by having real honest conversations with your favorite musicians, including Alessia Cara, Lizzie Hale, Jewel, Jason Isbell, Gerard Way, Lauren Gray, Shamir, and Bartee Strange.
1: There was something there that was so raw where I was like, wow, I can't believe someone would say that.
0: Let's go there on Going There with Dr. Mike, brought to you by Sound Mind Live and the Consequence Podcast Network every other Tuesday, wherever
2: you get your podcasts.
1: Slowly working ourselves through
0: the summer haze. The What Podcast Returns. Barry Quarter, Lord Taco, Brad Steiner. It's an end of summer free for all today. What did we do? Who did we see? How good is Barry's tan? The What Podcast Returns. Right i Guys, nice. welcome back.
1: Oh, i missed you guys.
0: How was uh, how was summer vacation?
1: Short, but good. Did you uh,
0: did you go to the um, did you go to the Steiner Lodge? <laughs> did you marvelous Miss Mazel it and go to the Steiner Lodge? I can't believe I just used the marvelous Miss Mazel reference. Wow. That show sucks. <laughs> that show is so stupid. Uh, yeah. How's uh, how's Taco? Look at Taco over there.
2: Like you never left that couch. I've been here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> He looks rested. <laughs> rested and ready. Yeah, I'm rested and ready. R&R. Yeah? I missed yeah, you guys. What, a, what have you guys
1: been doing? You know, I didn't want to take a break, I'll be honest with you. Uh, But I'm glad we did. I needed mm-hmm. it. I needed, it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of personal stuff to get lined up and in place. And uh, mm-hmm. and did. And mm-hmm. it, it did as it is intended to do. It made me miss you guys in this show, and uh, well,
0: I'm so missable.
1: Well, yeah, I missed Taco. <laughs> I didn't want to Sorry have about to me. say it, but you pushed. <laughs> you kept pushing. You kept pushing. As you did. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> now I'm glad. I'm ready to start thinking about uh, festivals and music and next year and the show and all that stuff. So it was a good. Well, break. you guys,
0: you guys have a festival coming up this weekend. Uh, with um, uh, Moon River in Chattanooga. Yep. You got Camp, Jude and the Lion, uh, Hosier, and some others in a picturesque park in Chattanooga. It's so well done. The AC guys uh, absolutely destroy down there. And, you know, it's so easily accessible. It's easy to uh, meander, and there's not a bad look in the entire place. Every stage sounds great. It's a, it's a well-done operation.
1: Yeah, we're, we'll get into that, but it's, um, and I'm, it, it reminds me, and that's what I've spent probably the last month or two since we took a break, how important these festivals have come to mean, uh, or how important they've become for not just me, but so many people, and how they've evolved and and this is a perfect example you know here we are and and russ you're you know down in ringgold you're not that far for people who don't know the area but okay uh, it just
2: dox me tell him my address Barry. yeah you're, <laughs> what's that uh thanks
0: hey what is honestly hey by, by the way taco i don't mean to go off course what does that mean i know this is old guy asking millennial words but i don't know what that i hear people say that all the time i have no idea what that means
2: like when you just you know divulge personal information about somebody like their phone number or where they live or you know
1: he's been hanging out with those Ruham kids again <laughs> he's so he's so up on all this stuff that's what that's what dox means uh well yeah it's like short for documentation
2: <laughs> dox is
0: okay Okay.
1: Well, All if you want to get touch- Ringgold, if somebody can yeah. go to Ringgold and find yeah. Russ, you can have
0: him. Oh, well, not <laughs> or you can text hard. him or you can text him at 42 th- or you yeah. can text him at 4236
2: uh- Yeah, okay. <laughs> you can have him. Just give him back what. when you're done. You can you can fax me. I'll accept you faxes. You can fax him. Yeah, he has no problem faxing. <laughs> uh,
1: but what I was going to say is this festival sold out after about four or five days, so it hasn't gotten a lot of attention even locally. It's kind of snuck up. Am I right, Russ? I mean, nobody's talking about it because it's sold out. So.
2: Yeah, uh, I think they released a few more tickets this week, just uh, from yep. like layaway plans that people didn't finish. But uh, other than that, it's been sold out basically the entire time, and it's sold out. Barry, you know quickly.
0: this. You know this from being a, a reporter for all that uh, for decades, but. What is the financial impact to the city for a ten thousand person festival? I, I know that ten thousand doesn't really make our eyes bug out of our head, but uh, the financial impact for that kind of city has got to be massive.
1: Um, I don't know the exact numbers. It's been so long. I mean, you know, they always those those always were questionable to me. But what do they figure? A hundred dollars a day per person. So twelve thousand people. Sure, but but didn't you say that most of them were out-of-towners? That's what I was going to say. It's been 55% are out-of-town people. And you know there's
2: no uh, camping there, so that means everyone from out-of-town needs a hotel, Airbnb.
1: Mm -hmm. Restaurants. Mm -hmm. Restaurants. Gas. gas, Yeah, all of that. So it's it's big. Um, And it's also they get to see the city. That's been the biggest thing I've sort of focused on is – people are coming to see the music and they're discovering, you know, that it's a pretty cool city. So, and, and most of them from what I could tell have never been here.
2: Mm-hmm. So to
1: your point, the impact is, is huge. Um, mm-hmm. So and that's why it's so, it it's fascinating to me because this thing came, it started in Memphis, Drew Holcomb, started it in Memphis and it outgrew the facility there and they brought it here in 18 and uh sold out in seconds seeming mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. hours literally that first one so it's sold out three of what five times
0: with some really great lineups along the way too by the way
1: yeah yeah and um it, and it's here's the biggest point that I would make it proved to a city that people would support a festival like this and spend over a hundred dollars a ticket. It's 125, 135 mm-hmm. and go see, and people would travel to here. Mm-hmm. And that's huge. Uh, we, you know, we were always sort of, well, we, you know, nobody wants to spend more than 20 bucks a ticket kind of thing. And it, well, I- it, it it just changed everything to be honest. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, in that city specifically because there's another festival that that right, we said, well, that. nobody, yeah, nobody wants to spend more than thirty five dollars. But the the point that um, I think is really important, and you said it, is that it's such a great PR uh, mechanism for the city. You've got cities around the country, you know. Sp- for instance, I'll give you a radio example. They'll give a radio. Company a million and a half dollars to put on a music festival like this, so that it's basically just a a city funded PR operation. Uh, Those things are happening all over the country to the point where, you know, radio companies like, does this even is this worth our time? Uh, then they see the million dollar check, and like,
1: mm, yeah, yeah yes, yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> we'll curious. talk. Call me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a lot of work, uh, but they do a, a really nice job with yeah, it. Yeah, and it's a beautiful,
1: uh, you know, not to keep, well, yeah, that's what we're talking about. It's in a park that had never hosted a gated park, it's right on the river. Uh, a, gate, a gated event. Gated event. Gated yeah. ticketed event. Never yeah, done yeah. it before. And the AC people at that time, AC Entertainment, now Live Nation came in and and did a walkthrough with the city. The city said, you know, you're gonna kill our grass, you're gonna kill our trees, oh! you're gonna kill everything. And they said, We'll replace can't, them. We, yeah. we know what can't, we're doing.
0: How dare how dare you? You can't replace grass, can you?
1: And <laughs> and we're gonna add lights into these trees, and we're gonna improve this, and we're gonna improve that, and we're gonna build a um, water wheel as, and the entrance and uh I mean, it's incredible. It, it truly is a beautiful setting. And the city said, okay, to their credit. And I give them full credit for that. They listened. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have said no um, and just been stick, sticks in the mud. And they said, all right, let's do it. And uh, it's been great. I mean, it's one of yeah. my favorite it's one of my favorite festivals just because the venue is so great.
0: And outside of, like, one day of bad weather in the last three years, the weather is, I mean, pitch perfect every year.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous.
0: Yeah. Good. Well, that's that's uh, that's for you guys uh, coming up. And then uh, I am going to go to a festival I've never been to in my life. I'm not, I didn't go to Lollapalooza this year because I decided to spend my Chicago trip going to Riot Fest. So Riot Fest Ooh. is... Middle of September uh, in Douglas Park, a part of Chicago. I've got family that has lived in Chicago forever, and we go there three times a year. I've never been to Douglas Park. Uh, Postal Service and Death Cab. Thank you. Twice in one week I get to see them. Uh, Foo Fighters again. Uh, The lineup for Riot Fest is, for me, oh, God, one of the the better ones of the year. I'm really, really excited about this. Um, So I have all kinds of stuff to bring back for you guys on that. Wow, Yeah, I'm looking at it.
1: You're going to see the, oh man, the cure with Mars. The Voldemort. cure. Oh, come yep. on. I know. George Clinton. I know. Oh, yeah. you're going to see P. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, it's a good one. You know, hopefully it's a really good be, one. It's a really good one. Coherent. That would be awesome. What does it matter? Eh, you know, truth. you're not really, I'm not going there to see him coherent. <laughs> Try it, truth. Diaper man won't be there, of course, but uh, anytime you Who get a CP,
0: it's like somebody listen, coming to this show and trying to find coherence. It's not happening. <laughs> what are you trying to do?
1: Fair enough. Yeah, that's <clears throat> yeah
0: it's it's a really good lineup, and um, and it's exact. So the reason I wanted to go so bad is is because of Death Cab and Postal Service doing their twentieth anniversary, and I, I said to myself. Just seeing an MSG in New York is not enough. I need to see them as many times as humanly possible. Like, how many times am I going to be able to to, to say this? Uh, this is a once in a lifetime uh, opportunity of both celebrating their 20th anniversary and Ben doing both shows. Um, oh, I'm so excited. Next. This this 20 year old emo kid in me is is very, very excited.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I reworked it just for the cure for me.
2: Yeah, it's awesome. Mm. Well, I miss him every that one too, time, doesn't she?
0: Really? I'd love to see her. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, I did not know. Uh, please hit me up. Let me know. Um, the other piece of news <clears throat> we'll get to uh, right here in a second. I want to talk about Jimmy Buffett uh, and uh, his history at Bonnaroo. We'll do that next on the What Podcast <laughs> So the uh, news as we started to hit record today was that uh, we woke up to Jimmy Buffett dying. Uh, I, I know this is a weird thing to say, but you kind of know you're getting old when you hear the news that 76-year-old Jimmy Buffett dies, and you respond with, boy, so young. So young. Uh, <laughs> not young, well, but, a, but that's, you are that startled so me. You
1: are 100% correct. That's exactly my reaction, and, and I'm not a fan. Uh, we, I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. There are two two bands that I will turn off when I hear come on. The radio, you're not a Jimmy Buffett and and Dave Matthews. You're not a
0: Chicken sense. Panini in the Poconos, man. No, what, uh, what's the song?
1: <laughs> what anybody that it? knows me will tell you that. But when I heard that today, I was like, "Oh my, he's so young." Are you kidding? I mean, and well, talk about a guy he, who had the t- tiger by the tail. Sure.
0: I guess the part. It's not that that he wasn't. Not young, I mean, he was seventy six, but he seemed
1: so stressless, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. um, That's it. That was you perfect. Know. Yeah, yeah. Talking <laughs> about a guy who who lived the dream. That's what uh-huh. I mean. Yeah. Wow.
0: Okay, so so he had a history with Bonnaroo, and uh, years ago he was a late addition to a lineup. I mean, I think. I I might be overstating this a bit, but I feel like I was driving to Bonnaroo when they announced, oh, uh, Jimmy Buffett and the Coral Reef Band is being added. And I remember saying to myself, how lame, but God, I'm really excited all at the same time because this will be the only time that I'll be able to see Jimmy Buffett, Uh, even not being a fan. Look, I lived in in St. Simons Island with my parents uh, transitioning from high school to college. Uh, So I had a free few months. So, I went down and lived with my parents in St. Simon's. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I spent that summer really liking Jimmy Buffett. There's just something about time and space where he makes so much sense. And, you know, you put on your, your loafers and you wear, you know, your goofy shorts and it feels right. Um, I came back, you know, to town after that. I was like, well, what am I doing? What, what
1: am I listening to? Um, so I had a huge crush on a girl in high school and she was a massive Jimmy Buffett fan and I was such a putz that I hated him so much I let that become between us. That's that's mm-hmm. how much I hated mm-hmm. him, right?
0: Very like, George Costanza of you. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I stood my ground against this Good guy. Good for you. I, I know. What a dummy. But yeah. but you nailed it. I I'm pretty sure you're not wrong. He did the Thursday uh, he did a Thursday show in '09. At Bonnaroo, and I, I'm with you. I think I was driving up there when we got word that he was going to perform. So he did a Thursday set. I mean, he would have been a headliner. That doesn't.
0: Wait a second. I thought it was. <clears throat> I thought it was like a Friday afternoon. I'm
1: just looking it up. I'm just looking it up. I got. I for
0: some reason I thought it was a Friday afternoon because I've got a funny story about this.
1: Bonnaroo kicks I... off. Uh, he did. It was on the witch stage. It was the
0: witch. Yep.
1: Yeah, and and what I remember is that he basically called and said, "I I want to play Bonnaroo. I'm because
0: he, cause I'm he kinda, happened to be in Nashville. I'm that coming weekend.
1: through the area. I want to play." And they said, "Jimmy Buffett wants to play. We're gonna make mm-hmm. it work." And they did. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it was Thursday. Uh, That's
0: I did not remember being Thursday. So this is this. So I didn't realize until this moment Jimmy Buffett. <clears throat> built margaritaville as a sober man yeah mm-hmm. yeah he's not he, he was never a drinker and he's been married and to the
1: same woman since what 77 i think i saw yeah. today in his the Obito. only thing so. that'd be
0: more interesting is like if he was also vegan you know <laughs> how can you say cheeseburger paradise <laughs> but the man never tasted his own product <clears throat> he lived in margaritaville and never had drank a margarita and so i i don't know how i got word of that but uh I watched him come into the media area slash artist compound and I just stopped dead in my tracks and I said, Oh my God, there's Jimmy Buffett. We have to walk over to him and he's by himself and his, his and then his person comes over and hands and opens two land sharks. Oh, okay. Right, right, I remember this. <clears throat> and so he takes two land sharks and pours half of them out. So he's walking around now with two half empty land sharks Okay. And so he purposefully walks through, takes the long way, purposefully walks through Artist Compound through the media compound and then back out. This is not the way to get to the witch stage. But he did this long loop just so he could get (laughs) pictures with people along the way with two half-empty land sharks. And so, oh yeah, yeah, I'll take a picture, sure. Then he'd pose with his land sharks. And I followed him from that moment all the way till he got to the witch stage. And I swear to God, my hand to God, he walked to the stage. Now everybody's gone. Nobody's around him but him and his guy. Takes it to land sharks throws him in the trash uh, talk about a master marketer this guy knew every step of the way and, and never failed <clears throat> to live up to that that
1: lifestyle thing he war- he was the bit every time I love that about him. Well, I mean him. think about that so 09 Bonnaroo is seven years old yeah to your point he's like that's a cool event I need to go be seen there I need to go do a set he did it he crushed. My dislike for him is my issue. It's nothing on him. <laughs> I knew that then. I know it now. You know, it's fun stuff. His band is like Dave Matthews. band is great. You know, it's fun stuff. I don't. But he, I but he it, looks. But he looked. Not only did
0: he live this <clears throat> really laid back or seemingly laid back and stress free lifestyle, the man's in shape. He looks great for 76, right? Yeah. So if he can't make it, yeah. I'm screwed. I,
1: I'm. I hate. I hate to tell Taco. you. I hate to tell you this, None of us. None of us are getting out of this thing alive. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm really screwed.
1: Yeah, no. But he was. Uh, that. That was. a, I, I don't know why this comes to my mind, but that show to me was very similar to the David Byrne show on the Witch Stage. In in that, I it felt like it should have been bigger, but it felt perfect. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I mean, those guys were iconic in my world. Even even I knew Jimmy Buffett was iconic. Mm-hmm. And to see him there um, was a moment that I was like, I, I'm going to go watch. I don't like this mm-hmm. guy, but I know I need to be. I have there. to see it. I have to see it. I feel well, the same you're never
2: way about Springsteen. You know, anywhere right. else, you're not going to buy right. tickets.
0: That's yes, right. That's right. I'm never going to go to Charleston, South Carolina. To watch Jimmy Buffett, right? He's not coming to MSG. Is my point? You know, like, <laughs>
1: yeah. um, burn for no, me was huge, so I knew that was big. But it was, it it just felt like it should have been bigger for some people. But but anyway, yeah. That no, was, I
0: understand what you're saying. Like, yeah. I, I, look, I felt the same way about Springsteen. I was like, I'm never gonna see this right. other than right here. The thing that at 17, 18 years old, I guess I didn't really sort of comprehend what the parrot head thing that, I'll put it this way, I guess I didn't really understand the cult of personality when it came to to bands just yet. I had not really figured out the fish tailgating thing and how the Grateful Dead people operated in the parking lots, right? And um, I never really understood that. I never understood how, you know, like the sports tailgating thing translated to music until I, I started hearing Jimmy Buffett had this entire world created in and around the shows that were bigger than the actual shows, wow. and I think that that's what that started getting to me at seventeen. I was like, "Wait, you can have an entire universe great- of this that only exists in this space." Um, and then the Grateful Dead stuff started hitting, and I was like, "Oh, now I get it." And that's what got me into Fish for a little while. And uh, it's weird that you know the portals in which. You get to places. I got to Jimmy Buffett. I got to fish through Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> <Man, I'm laughs> the... <laughs> Why can say that? So did um, I. I know.
1: That is such a great point. I mean, the the Beatles and the Monkees would be similar, but they were so huge, that's not fair. Uh, Zappa had his own universe, um, but Buffett was maybe one of the First, now that you say it that way that sort of had their own universe I'll, you know, I'll part tell you of the why other... I didn't like him is because of uh, all my high school classmates the ones that I liked but couldn't quite f- get into yeah. loved it and so I was that kid you know if it was sure. popular I hated it yeah. and so they were they were into it um but yeah, the, but he the, created his own universe, and that's one hundred percent true.
0: But the thing that got me is, is, and I might, and I know I'm, I'm typecasting a little bit here, and I know this doesn't, it's not one shoe fits all in this. It kind of felt like any Jimmy Buffett fan, any like diehard die parrot head.
1: I couldn't really get them to say anything else that they liked. No, they were all BMW driving, uh, boat owning. <laughs> You know, rich kids. In, I mean, now you're starting year. to sound like Ric Flair. Uh, <laughs> BMW is, this driving. Is why I hated him. I, it's, I'm, I'm telling oh, you, it was right. my issue and not the, not his and not theirs. No,
0: I, yeah, but like my, I, I use my uncle for example. Like huge Jimmy Buffett fan. I mean, the biggest parrot head on the planet. I couldn't tell you another artist
1: that this dude likes. Jackson Brown, Dan Fogelberg. Maybe. <laughs> Trust me i know these people. <laughs> it's so funny it's so
0: funny that i don't care in what context anytime you say the name dan fogelberg it's gonna make me laugh i don't know why
1: and uh, let me let me put a finer point on it these are uh-huh. guys who iron their blue jeans that's mm, where, yeah my man got a crease in Very those nice. blue jeans and uh-huh. there's no reason you should ever iron blue jeans ever 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 but those are dan fogelberg fans <laughs> okay <laughs> and you go from there to buffett so, mm-hmm. and then you tell people i like all kinds of music that's the most. Oh, i like everything i like, I like everything. Everything. everything no you
0: don't all right here's wu-tang clan what do you think <laughs> You Enjoy. Don't. Hey, you just like leave a Fogelberg, comment if you iron your you blue like jeans.
1: Buffett, and you might get a little crazy if Bob Seger's playing after you've had a beer, too. You
0: know, you're right, Bob Seger. But uh, like the next, the next artist, you say Dan Fogelberg and Jackson Brown, but I think that the next, like one B from from Parrot Head Nation is Bob Seger, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's when you're. That's after two beers. <laughs> <laughs> Your Fogelberg is your glass hey. of white wine. Oh, well, yeah. Then that's you... our starter. That's our starter, yeah. yeah. Hey, tip,
0: Taco, are you going to drink a land shark today and check it in just for uh, Jimmy Buffett?
2: Maybe just for Jimmy, just today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My no, man. probably not. We should. That's okay.
1: how we should rate. Fogelberg <laughs> is white wine and seeds, uh-huh. two beers and uh, a shot of whiskey. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what is it? When you get really crazy, what are we, Willie? You go with Willie? <laughs>
0: Well, you know, it was, so when, in the 70s, you know, what artist made smoking weed oh. mainstream? Willie,
1: Jimmy Buffett. Journey uh, who, Journey hey, if you, was really? If you got right, Journey made if you, a
0: whole lifestyle
1: about weed? I'm just trying to think of those, the, those fans. If you I got don't know, out, I wasn't alive, you alive got yet, got you tell me. If you got yourself, it might have been Journey. Yeah, but that would, not the guy's. That was the girl, And, and not, to, not to like,
0: okay, I, I know that there was other bands that made weed their, their personality, right? Of course, Grateful Dead, et cetera. But I'm talking about the people that you would never anticipate smoking weed, right? The middle-aged white guy who is so anti, who's wearing boat shoes, for Christ's sakes, was not the guy that I thought was going to be the weed smoker.
1: <laughs> that was Buffett. Yeah. Yeah, that was Buffett. Yeah, and they were, but they were very secretive about it. Very, very secretive. secretive about it. Yeah, they're like
0: my, they're like my mother who would cry when she found out that I have done the drugs, <laughs> and then she comes to my house and she tells, she says, "Ah, I bought, I bought your stepdad a little one hitter <laughs> What has just happened? This is the woman that was crying in the streets on Christmas Day, finding out that I was smoking the weed.
1: Now she's buying one hitters on the black market. She's in there with her vodka listening to Buffett. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's got a dealer. Would
0: would love to be a chicken panini in the Poconos. Yeah.
1: those Uh, Those were the days.
0: I'm really so like I'm really sort of bummed out about it to be honest with you because um, because like I I guess like, we've never talked about this on the show but other than that 09 show I just always had this feeling that that Buffett would find a way back you know in some form or fashion find his way back to the farm you know well, uh, in a in a in
1: a weird mid-afternoon beach boy slot I would I would add or, or maybe say it differently He's one of the few that never went away uh, I, I I can in my in my opinion, he's been the same popular guy for what are we five decades you know, yeah. with his well you're going to say gun. that about you're going to
0: see you're going to say that about fish in 15 years. you know they're going to still sell out everywhere they go maybe. whenever they want
1: maybe oh, maybe yeah, but don't
0: you feel like but don't you feel like Buffett is so regional? It's it's the southeast. It's the Keys. And it, does anybody on the West Coast listen
1: to Jimmy Buffett? I I, I don't know. Um, my guess is yes. My guess a is comment me. if
2: you really? live on the West Coast and listen to Jimmy Buffett. He's yeah. One it of just the doesn't sound like guys, something I listen
1: to in San Diego. He's know? one of the few artists that has been able to dictate when and where he performs for as long as I've been alive. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's strong. You know, yeah, name those. Absolutely. Acts, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, the joke here in Chattanooga is, you know, if you want to fix whatever festival or venue, get Jimmy Buffett, and he ain't coming here. He's mad at Chattanooga for whatever reason. But I mean, I've heard that for fifty years. He's at the top of everybody's list, and always has been. Who? Let's define uh, everyone. everybody. Older. Uh... That's fair. <laughs> older. 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 Older than who, you. Forty. Uh, oh, that I mean maybe fifty, but he's been. If he were to, he's dead okay. Now. I am he over can. forty. Taco's over forty. That's is fair. he on top of your list, Taco? That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm doing. I'm pulling a Brian Stone and generalizing. I'm saying everybody, but of people a certain age, he is the top five. Act that they would like to see. And that's rare. And he's been that way for a long, long time. So,
0: I mean, I don't, I still, I, I still don't know if he's the top five artist I'd ever want to see. I, not like, you. it, 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 you're it would, right. 50. It, would really, it would really be time and place. Like, if I happen to find myself, you know, in the Keys. And there just happened to be a Jimmy Buffett show. And I just happened to find. <laughs> and, and somebody happened to drop a ticket in front of me instead
1: well, of a dollar bill. Maybe I'd go. That's you and me. But, I mean, I know people who have made, you know, trips recently to see him. So I, that's all I'm saying. He has remained relevant to en- enough people that it matters for a long, long time. And oh, I agree. Yeah, that's, that's okay. what I'm poorly trying to say. Um, and there's not a lot of acts that, you know, do that, can can say that. And I'm with you. I seventy six seems so young for him to pass away like
0: Well, let's be honest. Seventy six in Steven Tyler, not young. <laughs> or seventy six in Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Keith, yeah, yeah. Very young. <laughs> yeah. Keith Richard, very old seventy six. He got all uh, of it. He- Yeah, 76 is so contextual. In Jimmy Buffett world, like, let's put it this way. Me and my buddy, uh, the Hester Cution and intern Alex, we have this uh, method of counting people's age based on how old they are in relation to Sammy Hagar. And he is only Hagar plus one. (laughs) (laughs) Sammy Hagar is one year younger than... Jimmy Buffett and the thing the the point is like Sammy looks 9,000 years old have you ever have you seen him recently he is the most road hard dude I have ever seen and yet he was just a year younger
1: yeah than Jimmy Buffett that's good fair enough
0: yeah, the Hag- the Hagar system. You know, we have the, the Hagar scale. The Hagar scale. Yeah. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I guess, I guess, so, I guess right. He literally texted me this m- morning Hagar plus 1.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. I know. Uh it's it, it really is a stunner. Um and it just reminds you, I mean, Barry, you're like you're Hagar minus 5. Aren't you? You're uh yeah, you're Hagar. five years younger cool. than Hagar. Actually,
1: fifteen. You haven't 15, quite crossed but... the Hagar
0: line yet. Wow.
1: Now I'm going to be thinking about that every year. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Look how far away you are from Sammy. Wow.
1: And, you know. and um, I can't wear spandex either. So yeah, that, that'd be the other thing. Should never happen. What about
0: what about like a surfing bodysuit? Would you do that?
1: <laughs> no. Maybe one of those big balloon things that like, you know, the
2: a hot air balloon box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: It'd be tight. It would be it would be snug. And I could probably get into one.
0: <laughs> I would love to see you go like uh, take a surfing lesson and just have the whole wetsuit on. I think you'd look good.
1: <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, I think my feet would drag on the bottom of the whatever I was in the river or whatever. <laughs>
0: Yes, you surf in the river. Yes, that is exactly right. (laughs) Boy, Taco, he has never left Tennessee. He He just... Good point.
2: (laughs) It's true. Who surfs in the (laughs) river? Can't wait to go do some river surfing this weekend. (laughs) Hey, boys. You want to go
1: get in our
0: wetsuits? We should tell you that it's not going to happen. Yeah,
2: I know. I know.
0: Uh, anything else you got to get to uh, as we uh, uh,
2: begin I can our give you a, track through? I can give you a bus update. Oh, I love a, a buck update. We have a we have an engine installed. Ooh. Uh, How's j- she doing? Great, super great. Oh yeah, okay. July. We, and we've 4th. taken some road trips. July fourth, we got the engine in and fired up. For the first time. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, I've already put like 2,500 miles on it since then. I was gone wow. for pretty much a whole month. I was gone every weekend on just different trips, taking it places. So, um, yeah, it's doing great. Glad to have it back. Um, hope hope it lasts a lot longer this time. And hopefully so I don't you, miss another me, Bonnaroo get, with the bus. Let
1: me
0: get this straight. Let mm-hmm. me get this straight. You've taken that bus and put 2,500 miles on it in... Two months.
2: Yeah, less than two months.
0: Okay, may I remind you, Mm -hmm. Chattanooga to New York is eight hundred miles. Okay. If you came here and drove back, you would still have less than (laughs) twenty five hundred miles on your bus, and you don't want to come here.
2: It would take a long time to get to New York. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I mean, look uh, at all the places you could stop along the way. Well, yeah, Buckies. How many Buckies are between here and New York? (laughs) There are no
0: (laughs) Buckies. I
2: I hope to God
0: there are no Buckies. I went to
2: the world's largest Buckies in Sevierville. Oh, lucky you. What'd you buy? Water. (laughs)
1: Nice. Nice. (laughs) You know how to live, baby. Yeah, yeah, you he does. <laughs> I've bought PBR and every Bucky's yeah. from here to Texas. <laughs> you get the Bucky's brand water, or you go with the Crystal.
2: Uh, yeah, the Bucky's brand. You gotta get Bucky's brand. <laughs> of course. Um,
1: I Gas station Walmart. The only yeah. thing I would say is uh, we we have I. We've had some discussions. I think we have a lot of uh, pretty good ideas on how we want to proceed. I can't believe now, we're going to do this show again for, what, year six? Now, I'm going to stop you.
0: It, it 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 makes me feel something weird inside of me. There is a group of humans on this planet who are obsessed about a gas station. <laughs> is that not weird anyone else out other than me? That's fucking strange, guys. That is a weird kink that some people have about a gas station?
2: It's the world's largest.
0: Who gives a shit? It's a gas station. Tried the peanuts. It's a. Yeah. I've been. It's 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 Walmart. It's Walmart Dollywood. Have you ever like how many more American flags and wicker furniture do I need in a gas station?
1: Uh, you're not wrong. It's it is the strangest kink.
0: It is the strangest kink for for a
1: group of people that
0: man they love them it's all the same kind of people too they love america they it's like uh mother
1: can you believe this can you m- believe m- this mother? <laughs> yeah. it is it is it
0: is for people who start sentences with mother and papa <laughs>
1: <laughs> can you believe this <laughs> and God, there's nothing wrong a- with those people i know them but yeah. It's so
0: strange. It it's it's obsession. the strangest thing whenever I get like a, a, a social it's been like in the last five years, I think, that like this is blown up, right? Because I, I start getting these social media updates and these Instagram stories of people like taking videos of Bucky's. Yeah, well they well,
2: just they ju- are just now coming out of Texas in the last few years. It was like a Texas right. only thing for a long time. I mean, I mean, right. the world's right. cleanest I mean.
1: bathroom is a big deal.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised you're not obsessed with it, Brad. I mean, you you love clean stuff. I, I I do like a clean bathroom. Yeah. I am a crazy person, I know. But I am not
0: I'm not like Goo Goo Gaga over, you know, a teddy bear wearing the American flag along the way. Um I just find it to be so strange. What a bizarre world. <laughs> I, I, like I can't I can't I can't think of like the the last time I saw somebody running around with like a Sitgo T-shirt, or you know BP. You know, no, they love fucking Bucky's. It is so strange. Um yeah.
1: Boy, Bizarre. People. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah.
0: All right. Anyway, what
1: are you saying about the season? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, we, I think we have some great ideas. Uh, I'm excited about the, all the guests we have lined up. We're going to talk to several people at Moon River, and we've already got a list of people we want to talk to, including. I'm looking at Rush's T-shirt. We've mentioned before, we're going to talk to David Bruce. I am Bonnaroo about his program last year at at Bonnaroo. And I just want to – it's amazing to me, and I keep saying this the last two or three shows, how much this has grown. I mean, the fact that we have year six for just us, but there are so many things with the group camping And the programs and the things that people have been doing, not just at Bonnaroo but all these other festivals, we're not even scratching the surface at at how this has grown into a thing. And uh, well, that's because I'd rather
0: talk about Bucky's. (laughs) Uh, We uh, we (laughs) took up five minutes on Bucky. Mama and
1: Papa and. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I I get it, but I'm excited to see where the next year goes. So that's all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm excited so, to finally get back down. Starting yeah.
1: season seven next year. And I missed
0: you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I don't want to promise uh, an episode every week from now until the end of the year. But that's that's hopefully uh, we that's have enough plan. to, to yeah. get through it. I hope so. We'll give you something. So.
1: Yeah. We, we're hoping to ramp up the high five clips uh, because we understand not all of you. And I cannot believe it but you probably haven't listened to every episode and we've had some great so they haven't
0: even gotten to this part i know they yeah. haven't
1: <laughs> even gotten this far so uh, we hope to share some of that so anyway okay thanks to everybody right. for listening click uh, yeah. share and like and all that stuff please and uh
0: Ex- no i want to i want to hear barry explain to me how to like share and and review the podcast taco I want to hear taco <laughs> you yeah. ask me I guess no.
1: it's
0: no, I want to hear P- dad say come on papa tell me how to do this please
1: there's a I think it's a thumb there's a button or something <laughs> there's a thumb yes use the thumb go, go click yeah. on that and then <laughs> click uh, on the thumb got it click on the thumb and, right uh, now put in all your friends names there you yeah that's send, how you do send, it send it to memo and pepo uh, tell my mom me mom tell mom and M. Mama yeah. Okay,
2: good.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. I uh, glad to see you both. Uh, glad to hear from everyone. And uh, if you want to, uh, drop us a line. The what underscore podcast on the social medias as well. Uh, Just until next week. Just
2: Twitter.
0: Not not on the Instagrams. It's we don't want to do, gram it.
2: It's the what underscore podcast on Twitter. Got it. And then the Somebody what podcast has on the, the on what the gram. podcast. Yeah.
0: Okay. We haven't, we haven't fi- found them and, you know, choked them to death until they gave us our handle back.
1: We haven't given, uh, a, haven't given them a dollar. Too bad.
0: It's not even Twitter anymore. It's X. X. Yeah, I know. I'm so confused. I don't yeah. know what's going on. I'm old man on the grass. Stop changing everything. <laughs> um, and then and then on the gram, it's just the What Podcast. Mm-hmm. On everything else, okay. it's just the What Podcast. Okay, good. Uh, until next week, we'll see you then. Love you, guys. Love you Bye. bye.